Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. No, 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 no one. No one gives you fatties like Skippy and Fish. Show me the money. Let's get it rolling. BetQL. Picking fatties. Hey, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of BetQL Picking Fatties. It's Thursday, June 23rd, 2022. Fish and Skippy from D.C. and Colorado Springs. DB, what's up in Freehold? Remember, you can tweet us at Picking Fatties. And make sure that you download, subscribe every show, spread the word for us. And we're going to uh, start the show today and talk a little NBA draft little with our boy, our boy Quentin Mayo. And, of course, Quentin Mayo comes on the Junkies all the time. He's a Wizards insider based here in D.C., host of BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Mm-hmm. You can check out his podcast called The Quentin Mayo Show. So let's talk some NBA draft. Q, what's up, bro? Thanks for having me. I can't wait to talk it, man. I've been up for two straight days, checking my phone, refreshing Twitter, refreshing text messages. I'm, I'm doing it all, trying to stay in tune to what's going on. So I can't wait till tonight. It's going to get crazy. I know you're on top of it. Hey, let me ask you this. So I don't know if you were paying attention to the betting numbers, but up until about, I don't know, 45 minutes ago, yeah, Paolo Bancaro was the favorite to go number one overall to Orlando. And I think that's because Oklahoma City – knew that Houston really wanted them and they were talking some shit and they said, oh, we might take them there. Yeah. But, but now I just realized I'm just looking at the numbers. Now Jabari Smith is minus 600 to go number one overall and Palo's back to plus 300. So it looks like Jabari one, maybe Palo two and then Chet either two or three. Um, but what are you hearing and what's your take on that whole deal? Do you like Jabari Smith number one overall to Orlando? 
I love Jabari Smith, man. Watching his game at Auburn, I actually think he's better than what he displayed because those guards in Auburn never passed him the ball. Like, it was kind of like they were just trying to hog all the spotlight. It's clear that the 18-year-old over there with braces on the low block is the one we should be getting the ball to. Um, right. So I, I love him, man. Uh, his, his dad also kind of ahead of his time, too. But his dad just really poured into him um, as a bigger guy with the skill set of guards and also and poured into him the importance of shooting the ball, which he does extremely well. So I love Jabari. And it, like you said, it has been a weird 48 hours, more specifically the last six hours. I remember around 1230 this morning, I, I looked up and I got a text from uh, the my co-host at Bed Gym tonight, uh, Trista Creek and Ryan Horvath, and they text our group chat and they say, do you, do you see this? And I'm like, what is it? Paolo Bencaro, 12.30 a.m., minus 1.30 to go number one overall. And I was like, wait, what, what are we missing? What, what right. am I missing where Paolo is now not only number one, but he's in front of Chet and Jabari? Because remember, Chet was the guy who everybody kind of penciled in as number one overall. Then Jabari kind of came out of nowhere to take it from him. But Paolo, I, I know we love how good of a – he's a solid basketball player all around, but it was just very random. At 1 o'clock in the morning around 1.10 – he got to minus 200, minus 250 at some books. And then Wojnarowski, Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN, woke up this morning and said, you know what, let's put a stop to all of that. Sources tell me that it's pretty firm. It's going to go Jabari, Chet, and then Paolo. So luckily I got a few bets in while, while the iron was hot for some plus money with Jabari to go number one overall. That was great. But I think it's like you said, it's all a smokescreen. Um, the top three I feel like has been set from what I've heard and what you know the people we've talked to. Throughout this entire draft process, especially after Jabari kind of started going and working out with Orlando, they really, really like him. So it could get crazy tonight. Maybe the odds makers are right and, and we're right who changed the numbers uh, overnight. We can't wait until what tonight, seven, eight o'clock to see who's right and who's wrong. But Woj right. pretty much trumps everybody. And that's what he did when he uh, when he tweeted that out this morning. Yeah, so I believe it. Um, and I think that Jabari probably fits in pretty well with Orlando because their last two first round picks were. Cole Anthony and then of course Suggs. Now Suggs yeah. was terrible last year. He shot also like, hurt a ton. He was. He missed like yeah. half the year. He just had a bad year, so I would expect him to bounce back. But um, Jabari fits in well there. All right, mm -hmm. so let's just assume Jabari goes one. Then you've got Oak City sitting there, and now I don't know how you feel, Q. I just think I'd rather take Bancaro. I think I'd rather have him going forward than Chet, just because I, I get it. Chet's kind of a difference maker. He's so yeah. long. He's going to be able to block a ton of shots, lots of boards. He's pretty versatile. But Paolo's just an athlete, and he can handle the ball. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think I'd rather have him than Chet. But I can see why, why Oak City would like Chet, too. Yeah, I mean, even when we came, when I would join this uh, stream yard with you guys, I think I heard Skip say, you know, they draft these guys off of potential. Because if you look at last year, I mean, Paolo could go number one overall in this draft, or at least number two, because especially at the in tournament time where we put the most stock, most stock and stake into uh, as analysts of the game, you're like, can you show up at the biggest moment? And there were moments where Paolo looked like the best player in college basketball uh, throughout the tournament. So I agree with you. Uh, while I do still like Chet, I think Paolo also, from a body standpoint, is like polar opposites. Paolo's body looks like he's been in the NBA. For a few years already, oh, he's ready. And, and yeah, he's ready. He's ready. he's, he's yeah. yoked up, and, and and he's shown that he can play uh, one through five, whatever Duke wanted to run him at. He can do that. He can also defend uh, one through five as well. He can do pretty much anything on the floor. With Chet, it is a lot of upside because you're looking at another unicorn. Hey, man, we saw Kristaps Porzingis, who was you know seven foot two with a seven six wingspan. He can defend. He can put the ball on the floor. He can shoot. People want to hit on that. And what's different with Chet is that. His medicals came back really, really, really clean. Like everywhere right. he visit, he visited, uh, they looked at his medicals and said, you know, there's no like signs, especially like his legs, 
his knees that show like, oh, he's susceptible to A, B, or C. But I can't look at that guy whose nickname is the skeleton with skin and say, I'm completely sold on having him as the future of my franchise when he's that frail. I mean, he, he keeps telling everybody he loves to eat food, but I don't know, man, he looks really skinny. So if I look at Paolo, I say, I, I think I know what I'm getting at least a little bit more with him opposed to one bad fall, one bad defensive possession, one bad turn of the ankle with, with, uh, with Chet. I feel like he might explode. So I'm, I'm with you. I love Paolo. I do like Chet a lot, but I think Paolo's the more – all-around prospect here, and whoever gets him is getting a really pro-level basketball player right away with a pro-level body. Right. And then I love Ivy, man. <laughs> Ivy, I think, is going to be a star. Now, if Sacramento takes him at four, I feel bad for him because that's kind of a <laughs> graveyard. Yeah. But maybe they're starting to put something together there because um, De'Aaron Fox is legit. But um, And then they, got, they drafted Mitchell from Baylor. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think he slips to below four. Now, let's kind of – veer into what the wizards might do mm-hmm. at 10 all right and we talked to you about this on our show in the morning but mm-hmm. do you think that they make a big splash try and trade up at all or do you think they stay at 10 i think they're definitely trying to trade everything that i've heard and i told you guys this on the junkies is that they don't they don't want to draft number 10 overall like they had that pick it's cool but they don't want to use it because the fact of the matter is the only point guard that they have on their cap this year let me check my notes is smith Ish smith yeah non-guaranteed contract it's a partially guaranteed with this smith now i i would assume that no team especially like Washington would like to go into this season with Ish Smith as a starting point guard. They need a starting point guard and a backup point guard and a backup center and a wing. They have a lot of the of points of that they need to address on this roster, especially if you want to be a competitor, especially if it seems as though you guys are going to pay Bradley Bill as much money as you're going to pay him. Because if you're going to pay him all that money, you might as well surround him now with the talent to go ahead with all that money you're investing in your star. So I think they're going to try to move up bad. It's just that, you know, outside of the 10 overall pick, what has value to other teams? Rui Hachimura is a fine prospect, but he missed a ton of games at the beginning last last season. Now he's up for an extension. You know, right. another young guy like Denny Abdia showed a lot of promise defensively as well. I mean, he played all 82 games last year, which is a huge plus. He's a plus defender, probably a top 25 defender, maybe 30 last year. But, I mean, he's still not – he's still pretty raw offensively. It's not like people are jumping over the moon at your young prospects like they might be if you look at New York and all the young guys that they have over there. Or Indiana with the Halliburton. Like they're just your assets are just not the same in comparison to some of these other teams that are also interested in looking and moving up to number four. So I think they try to make a splash. I think they do everything in their power to move the, uh, from the 10 overall pick to get an established point guard, whether it's SGA, DeJounte, Malcolm Brogdon, Monte Moore, somebody. But I don't think they select number 10. And even if they do, keep an eye out for whoever they select being on the move at 10 after that. Maybe you're holding it for somebody else. Uh, to make that swap once you select a player for another team maybe you get something else after that so who knows you're the man hey we're gonna let you go that's quentin mayo from bet mgm on the betql network of course you can check out his podcast called the quentin mayo show always a pleasure man thanks for the time and i appreciate it we'll talk to you soon appreciate you guys having me love it love you with threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever when conditions change without notice Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem-solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Man Q. So, uh, look, he's I mean, running, dude. He, he knows it all. Oh, he's good. He's good. Yeah, Jabari Smith. They're saying he's firm now at number. I mean, that flipped quick. Is who's the kid from uh, Gonzaga? Chet Holmgren. Let me just say something about that kid. Okay, now, now he's seven foot. 190 pounds. I'm just going to say this. I'm not saying he's going to be a bad pro. I think he's going to be a good pro. It just might take him a while. But he's in, but he's in, and Q, Q said it best. Like, to me in the NBA, when you are, when you're that skinny, now Kevin Durant's skinny too, but see, Durant can play outside, right? Yes, he goes to the whole time, but he's an out, you know, he's an outside player. When you're that skinny and you have to play, I mean, they are going to he better gain 50, 60 pounds, man. He's gonna get eaten for lunch. This ain't this ain't Gonzaga playing Poo Poo Central and Portland and San Diego and all that 50 right, right. times a year. No, these are these are men that he's gonna be playing against. You're yes. Right. Now he's he's versatile. He can kind of step out, he can shoot the three, he's gonna be able to block some shots, but if he's gonna have to guard someone down low on the block, you know, I mean, oh, he can't. He can couldn't guard you. He couldn't guard you on on the block, Richie. He couldn't hey, guard you. If he had to guard Giannis, what's gonna happen oh, to him? On. Giannis would literally engulf him. <laughs> he'd engulf him, and then he he'd he'd just toss him and say, "Can you imagine Giannis like him actually trying to guard Giannis with?" how physical they let the NBA play go. Sometimes he'll literally get thrown around. I mean, it'll just, he'll look like he's in the, uh, the epist in the eye of a tornado in the NBA. Literally he'll be tossed around like a rag doll, that kid. Now Jabari yeah, well, Smith, he was right because with Auburn, sometimes I'm yeah. telling you Jabari Smith would be dominant at times, but those guards would just chuck three. They, they would, they would, well, that was their pace. I mean, pearly, pearly poo would be so salty. He would look, he would call timeouts because right. I saw yeah. Jamari, Jabari Smith at times. He just took over and they would just keep chucking. Mm-hmm. I know it's going to be interesting, but let's just assume Jabari goes one and Chet goes two. I think uh, Paolo to Houston. I, I, mean, would, it's, I think it's Paolo a rebuild. It's a rebuild, obviously, but I think Paolo is going to be legit. Anyway, I think he's better than Chet, and he's going to be a better pro than Chet. You know who Chet? You know, remember the guy from Wisconsin a few years ago? Was what was his Frank? Oh, Frank. Uh, yeah, um, starts with a K. Because um, right, I mean, he was silly in college, right? Everyone they took him and they died, and then he, he's still in the NBA. I think he plays for oh, Phoenix. Yeah. Still. He might still yeah. play for Phoenix. It's either Phoenix or maybe Charlotte. Yeah, maybe Charlotte. Either way, I mean, you know, he gets in. He doesn't score a lot, and he's, you know, but I, I think the kid from Duke physically is way more ready than the kid from Gonzaga. But no, you're right. He's still with Phoenix. Um, all, right. all right. So I like Q, though. Q's money. No, Q's good. We'll get him on again when we're talking hoops. So, um, all right. Let's talk about the winning night. Looked dicey early. Um, oh, you had I, Boston. They were down 2-0 to 2 Detroit. Dodgers were down 3-0 to Cincy. 
but they come back, both win. The WNBA pick was a big fat loser. That was never I'm not close. doing it anymore. I'm not I'm done with it for a little bit. There's four games and I can't even talk about them. You can talk about them if you want. I won't discuss them. No, I mean, I, I think can't. the storm beat the Mystics, but I'm not gonna that's not gonna be my pick. I mean, I'm just why would I keep doing that when I I said two weeks ago, he's gonna own baseball, he said. And I and that's what I'm doing. I'm just gonna keep doing it all year. I'm gonna do it, Ricky. I'm gonna own it. I'm eleven and two. I'm just gonna keep rolling. I'm sure I'm gonna lose some, but I'm gonna do well in baseball. And I have no feel for the WNBA last night. The Liberty came out in the first half, they had a let ten or eleven threes, and Inescu didn't well, even the, have a huge I game. Know. She didn't. She was three for 16. I couldn't believe it. It didn't matter. Every time I looked up, Connecticut. The girl off the bench was draining threes. There was a girl. I don't know how much this girl. She looks like she's seven. I have no idea her size and all that stuff. But when she's open, all she did is sink threes all night. Every time I was. They couldn't couldn't cut the gap on them ever. Yeah. So anyway, a two and one night. We're six and one this week. Six and one. You know what WNBA stands for for me this year right now? Will not bet again. That's a good one. That's what it is. (laughs) Did you just come up with that? (laughs) I did. I mean, that's what people, that's what you're working with there. Will not bet again. WNBA. I love it. Uh, All right. So stay away from the WNBA. Yes. Uh, We have more baseball fatties. So we're 25 and 16. Uh, I obviously went on that little cold streak and all the Twitter monsters were hating. Now I'm three, and zero this week, I probably got no love, but that's fine. No, you're getting a lot of love. You saw some of it on Twitter. We talked about it. You're also, we're six and one on the week. We're six and zero in baseball. So, you know, that's obviously not going to continue all the time, but I really like your play tonight. I think it's again, I like, I keep telling people a lot of your plays. I like so much. Like I said, last night, I'll run line the Dodgers last night. I would, I just think, some of that was that was a good play. I, the only reason I didn't pick the run line is because, and I did say, I said, if you want to run line, I, I like that too. But my official play was the money line. The only reason I didn't do this because um, the number wasn't that high. I mean, one forty-five. I don't. I think one sixty-five, one seventy. That's when you start getting outrageous. But one forty-five, it's okay. I love it. I love that. I like. My now there's a bunch line. of day games today, so we were kind of limited on the baseball cards. Seven day games. Now we I love, yeah, but I I would have picked my game if there were sixty night games. Wouldn't matter. I like this game. I feel good about it. You, I like yours a ton. You're I hot. Like mine. I like mine. Yeah, you're I mean, hot. And DB last night, producer he, boy, he's two and one last night. I mean, he threw out of just a nice fatty on the day game with Toronto hammering Chicago. Mm-hmm. Then he had an under in the Braves game, not even close. Got a little boned on the – because it looked decent for a little bit in the Colorado-Miami game, but then that obviously – but two overall, good night. A lot of people are parlaying stuff we're doing. They're straight betting it. They're winning money. So hopefully we can continue tonight. Did you watch the Avalanche? Oh, you didn't watch. You were snoozing. We got <laughs> No, I didn't watch that. I mean, Tampa's finished tomorrow I, night. I, I thought Tampa me. was going to come out and play well. You know, they I, I did. Didn't... They did, and then it flipped. And I got to tell you, in that overtime, if anyone who ever watched it, they'll know. Wasn't there a controversial non-call? Yeah, there was a couple. I thought there, I thought there was an offsize. It could have been an offsize, and they didn't There call were, it. but it, they just came out and dominated the over. I mean, Tampa was on their heel. They could have scored 10 times in overtime, literally. You were, I was like, are they, I thought they were on the power play the entire overtime, but they weren't. Literally. Right. Right. It was unbelievable. That's how fast they were, yeah. And not just fast, but they had contained them, and, and then they go to overtime, and you just knew in overtime. I said, because I watched it with my grandson and, and Christy Wistie, and I'm like, 
She's like, we're going to bed after the first. I said, there's not going to be another overtime. They are dominating them. Are do you, are you a Avalanche fan? Do you actually? No, really? I could give a rats. No. Yeah, you don't care. No, but uh, Denver, they were at the outside of the arena. They're just going wild. I got all these people that are here. The 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 three friends that I do have, I only got three. Yeah, they're you don't all have wanting. any friends. I just, by choice. You, you just you just I know, but when I was out there a few years ago, I mean, we've met like one of your friends, like the neighbor behind you. You, you just don't have a lot of guys you hang out with for some reason. By choice. Yeah, I get it. I get it. You know why, don't you? For some reason, I don't like other humans that much. I don't know why. I mean, when I like well, you, I you love and I are, you. You and I are kind of the same way. When know. I like you, I love you. But yeah, I have enough friends. And then sometimes I have too many friends because three or four want to do something at once. I just, yeah, I don't I don't get, you know, it is what it is. I could be right, very and you, But you've got Christy Wisty and you got your three daughters. You got daughters, grandkids. I have got a home. million grandkids. You I'm got, not fake. That's the thing. I, I don't I'm not good at being fake. And so, mm-hmm. like I said, like my one neighbor, I, I like them. The other lady, you know, I sent my dog to poo on her yard because I know that they're she made her comment. So as much as she can piss and shit all over her yard, that's what I'm gonna do. And if I had a, a nice ripe tomato in my hand and she came out haggy as she is, I'd hit her right in the head with it. Wouldn't give it a second thought. My wife's, my grandson said, Poppy, you can't do that. Oh, yeah. You'll go to jail. Oh, well. Is she from California, too? <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, did you see, did you see Otani have 13 punches? Oregon, last- by the way. Oregon. Okay, like, well, same thing. Did you see Otani last night? Yes. He I mean, the only time the Angels bombs, win. Bombs and pitches. Bombs and pitches. The only time that they win is when he pitches. Trout I mean, didn't play. Trout didn't play, and he's 6-4 and four with a 2-9. And, you know, they barely win any games. But every time he pitches, man, he's so freaking good. What are the Angels going to have to give him? They're going to have to give him oh, $200 million over four years. The other day, they just said the other day I was listening. I can't even remember what show I was listening to. They're like, so these three guys, Rendon, Trout, and then Otani. I mean, it's going to be over a billion dollars, over $1 billion in contracts for these three guys if they keep them. But how do you let him go? He's such an attraction for the fans. How do you let him go? You can't. Not you to can't. mention he's done when he's I don't know, right. Maybe, on- maybe they could trip. I don't know who would take Rendon's injury prone contract. Oh, but- I would take, I mean, I would give him away. And you can't trade, you can't trade Trout. Well, no, but he never. You got to keep trout. It's, cra- it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, the thing about Otani when he's on on the mound, I mean, he mm. just he just dominates when he's on. Guardians are on fire. Red Sox are on oh, fire. All they do, Red Sox are on fire. The two hottest teams in. I mean, the Guardians just don't lose. If you're if they're down ten five in the ninth, don't sweat it. They'll score six. I think they've won seven straight series, and now. Right. Um, they hotter are, than balls. They're on top of the division by a game. They beat uh, Minnesota last night, so they're playing a day game today. A lot of day games today, and of course, we're going to have our picks uh, here coming up shortly. Braves but, hammering the Giants right now, six-one. That's another team that's hotter than hell. I would say the three. Te- I mean, Jesus, Braves, Guardians, Red Sox, hot, hot, hot. Now. Man. Braves have already seen my take. Yeah, they have scored six runs. They've already got six. Let's see. Um, six to one. 
Man, I man, got news for Mets fans. People. I know the Mets are going to, but I'm going to tell you this at the end of the year, because Phillies are going to go bye-bye because they just will, because that's what they do, unfortunately. Not that – I only don't like a few of their players, but um, the Braves are going to be there at the end. They just are. And I know what's his name's out for a while, maybe the year, but it doesn't matter. The kid, I can't oh, remember. Oh, they're, they're, oh, yeah, Albies. But they're going to yeah, be – you're right. They're um, The only thing I question with them is – Maybe they're starting pitching. I know they're starting their pitching. Be, but what, hey, I got an idea. Newsflash. How about you trade for someone real nice? Well, they probably will. Richie's, you win the World Series. How about you go back? All right. Speaking of the World Series, big game today or tonight. Elimination, sure. 4 p.m. Eastern time. Ole Miss, Arkansas. It's elimination. Winner I goes on to the championship. Dodgers up 3 nothing again. Pretty, pretty oh. shocking. Well, I mean, why didn't I just tell you to tweet it out? God well, because it. you at first you said this morning you weren't, and I had to talk you out of it. You were on you were on the ledge, and you're like, I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. No, no, Ricky, you're you're hot right now. You're hot, hot. Uh, well, I should have just stuck with the Dodgers. Who wins today, Ole Miss or Arkansas? Well, Arkansas real quick, you, you got to just stick with a hot team, a hot good team, and you can roll off ten or eleven out of twelve. Well, you can, and I haven't done it at all. That's why I know I'm in. But but if I start losing a couple, I'm gonna I'm gonna change my. I like to give variety because I like like tonight. I just like this pitcher against this team because I think this team is not gonna win tonight. That's what I think. All right, real quick. Um, then we're gonna give our picks. Did you see Arch Manning Cooper's yeah, kid? Texas. Texas. Which I, I don't I don't get. All right, so they already have Quinn Ewers, who transferred from Ohio State. He was the number one kid out of the 21 class. All right. They just um, they signed a kid from uh, – I'm not sure where he's from, but he's a dual-threat kid. He was the number – I'm pretty sure he was the number two or three kid from this past class, the 22 class. They got right. Hudson Card. They got yep. Hudson Card. They've got Quinn Ewers. Now Arch Manning comes in next year. I mean, there's too many good players in the quarterback room. Transfer portal. Who's going to go to the transfer portal first? I can't believe he would pick. First of all, do you think – does he like to sip on the – sip on the? I don't know because he and Sark, are they going to just tip a few – I don't know what why he would go there. I don't like te – Texas program isn't even that good. I can't believe he picked that. I would definitely have gone to a Georgia, Alabama, or Ohio State where you know you're going to be in the playoff run all the time. Now, again, it doesn't matter for him if he's that good. He's going to go to the NFL and all that. I just don't understand the move. So it's Quinn Ewers, Hudson Card, Malik Murphy's the kid that I was talking about. From the, he's the he's the true freshman, and now you, um, Cooper comes in or uh, Arch comes in next. Well, year. And, and to be Think honest, about those four high high ranked, high recruited, highly recruited quarterbacks. At least one of them's a pro, if not two. And now well, you're going to add uh, Manning in there. Uh, you're going to start seeing, like the Malik Murphy kid, he'll transfer. He's got to. Hudson Carr well, probably transfer. Of course I mean, think about this, though, in all fairness. Bama has a sophomore quarterback he'd have to beat out. Who, who the kid's going to be a sophomore. Ohio yeah. State's got a sophomore. What's Stetson at Georgia? Is he a senior? It's got to be. He's been there forever. Been there forever. Yeah. So maybe you pick them. You know, you can't you can't just go to doo-doo central if you're him. USC's got young quarterbacks, so I get it. I mean, I'm sure there's other programs out there that he could have gone to, but he picked Texas. We'll see. I mean, like you said, he he can transfer if he can't win the job. If he sees he can't win the job, we don't even know how good he is. They say he's legit. 
I know, but just because they say he's legit and he's a Manning, I know. know I mean, yet. I know there's been highly recruited kids who just weren't very good, but I just think I think he'll be good. I'm not sure if he's better than Quinn Ewers, but I, the way I look at it is he probably has some crazy NIL deal on the table. Well, of course, he's a Manning. His last name's Manning. He's, he probably has five million waiting for him. You think in that? Austin. Who's that guy? It's not Boone Pickens. Who's the one at Texas? Boone's at Oak State. I don't know. I don't know. Whoever that booster is there, there you you think they didn't throw I mean he's already a millionaire. He's a millionaire. Yeah. All right, let's get the picks out. We just have two yeah. plays. Yeah, we have two plays. You want me to go first or you go first? You're I'll 10 go and first. 10. I'm 15 and 6 and we're going to win again tonight. One and one's the key, baby. Two and is great, but one and one's the key. Tomorrow night, we're, I, by the way, it's a trip. It's a triple banger tomorrow night for sure. It's happy hour triple banger NFC West season totals. It's going to be fantastic, and I'm going to get hammered on the show tomorrow. Hammered. You are looking forward to tomorrow. We're yeah, going to probably tomorrow. start around four tomorrow. Great whiskey. Four. We'll do four Perfect. o'clock. Four, six, eight, whatever. All right, I'm going to go to nine forty tonight. Um, Phillies coming off a short uh, sweepy sweepy at the hands of the Texas Rangers. Um, they've lost three straight, by the way. And in those three games, they've scored a total of five runs. Um, if you want to add in the 2-1 win in 10 innings over the Nats a few games ago, they've scored seven runs in the last four games. I know that their lineup is deep, and they got some pop, and Bryce is back in the lineup. But they just traveled from Texas, going to San Diego. No off day. Going to have to play four in San Diego starting tonight. And San Diego is really playing well and um, just swept the Diamondbacks. Joe Musgrove goes for San Diego tonight against the Phillies. And the last two plays I had were the Dodgers, Tyler Anderson, who was 8-0 for the Dodgers, and then uh, Tony Gonsolin, who was 8-0 for the Dodgers. All right, I'm going Joe Musgrove, 8-0 for the Padres. And I like the Padres on the money line. You could probably catch him at about minus 150, maybe minus 145. He's going against Suarez for Philly, who's five and four with a four and a half ERA. I'm just going to go with the hot pitcher, with the hot team, playing a team that's starting to struggle a little bit. They got a bad bullpen, bad defense, and they got no no off day traveling to San Diego. I'll take the Padres tonight, money line over the Phils. And I'm going to go White Sox run line over the Orioles. I like Cueto. Um, Orioles were in a late night. I mean, I think they called it a, a little after midnight. Yeah. Now, not that it's a big deal in baseball. They travel. They do their thing. No, but, it's kind of a big deal because they probably didn't get to Chicago until about yeah, five in the morning. Probably. And then and then you and again, it's baseball. I get it. But I like Quato. Who's the kid for the Orioles again? Oh, Kramer. He's one, yeah, he's one and one this year with like a two-something yeah, ERA. Dean. But, Dean, yeah, but Dean. Dino. But here's the thing about Dino. He's two and nine lifetime. His White hair comes Sox. down to his shoulders, by the way. That's perfect. Well, it's going to get, he, they're going to, he ought to put it in a ponytail tonight because they're going to pummel him. And the thing, the thing about, the thing about uh, the White Sox is they're starting to get a little healthier and they're just about the most underachieving team. I mean, when are they going to fire LaRusso? And I mean, they were all these expectations and all they do is look up and the Guardians win every night. At some point, White Sox have to put it together. It's your plus money. I think you're getting plus 125 or 130 on the run line. So that's my play. We'll see what happens. I like All right. it. Let's get out of here. Tomorrow's a happy hour show. 
four o'clock, and we'll have more plays. Hammered. Friday I'm going to get hammered. I'll have the vodka out. You'll have the whiskey out. Oh, Remember, download, great. subscribe, spread the word. We need more subscribers. We need our our numbers are getting better, but we need more. I'll probably just keep hammering that Twitter and just saying, just keep subscribing and spread the word. All you guys in other areas that are listening, spread the word to your friends because believe me, come football season, you're going to need these fatties. All right, White Sox, White Sox run line, Padres money line. Those are the plays tonight. We're out of here. We'll see you tomorrow. See you. What's up? It's Skippy. You've been listening to BetQL Picking Fatties. If you like what you hear from Bish and myself, make sure you subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. Leave a rating and you want to keep coming back every day because we have new episodes being released seven days a week and we're giving out fatties.